Welcome back to Frame and Flow, Creating, Connecting, and Neurodiversity. I'm your host, Annalise Page, a full-time professional portrait photographer with a TBI, and I also have ADHD. I am thrilled to have you on this journey with me (laughs) as we explore the intersection of art, business, and neurodiversity. In today's episode, we're going to be diving deep into the world of working with families as a portrait photographer and how I manage my tasks to ensure a successful business. So let's jump right in. When it comes to working with families, communication is key. As a photographer, I believe it's crucial to establish a strong rapport with your clients right from the start. And for families, since portraits hold this immense sentimental value, they want somebody who they can trust and who is capable of capturing those really specific precious moments for them. And honestly, if I can just be honest here, which I can because this is my podcast and I can do whatever the fuck I want, (laughs) that's where my TBI and ADHD actually work to my advantage. Since I'm naturally empathetic and I have a knack for like connecting with people, it allows me to establish that genuine relationship with my clients. Also, because of my CPTSD, I'm always like fine tuned into the environment around me and like I can feel people's feelings. So I know how to pose them. I know how to work with them to make them feel comfortable so they can show me, aka the camera, their most authentic, genuine selves. One of the challenges I face is managing my executive function tasks effectively. So you're probably like, uh, what is executive function, Annalise? So I'm going to read you this little thing. Executive function refers to a set of cognitive processes in your noggin that allow individuals such as me and you to plan, organize, manage time, initiate tasks, set goals, focus attention, switch between tasks, regulate emotions, and solve problems. It involves a higher order mental process uh, that enables individuals to engage in goal-directed behaviors and make decisions to achieve those goals effectively. So what are some key components of executive function? Um, There's working memory, so the ability to hold information in your brain for short periods of time. Inhibition, the ability to control impulsive responses. Sorry, I'm like majorous interruptus. So if I interrupt you, it's because I really, really will forget what I'm saying if I don't say it. Executive function also includes cognitive flexibility, so adaptive thinking. For me personally, I feel like I'm good at adaptive thinking on really good brain days, but on bad brain days, I feel like I definitely don't have that flexibility within my own brain. Number four would be like planning and organizing. I'm really good at creating a general overview and like a vibe, but I really rely on my assistant, bless her, uh, to really break those tasks into manageable steps for me and allocate uh, resources and prioritize activities. Because to a person with ADHD, everything is of the same priority level. (laughs) So uh, you should see the list I make one day. I'll show you. Another thing I really struggle with is time management. So that's the skill to estimate and allocate time effectively, uh, monitor progress and meet deadlines. You know what I mean? And especially because I'm a little time blind. So my husband actually makes this joke often because I'm, I'm so time blind. Everything is just last week. Everything happened just last week. And he's like, Annalise, uh, 
how old is this zucchini? Oh, oh, Papa Bear, I, I got it just last week at the grocery store. But it's molded. We all know that it really didn't happen just last week. But it felt like just last week. My son just graduated from the eighth grade going in to be a high schooler. He's going to be a freshman. First of all, what the f***? How did that happen? And also, that's another thing of timelineness because I swear, like just like a few months ago, he was a sixth grader. And look at him now. It's like you blink and you miss it. But like, that's my whole life. Like I blink and I forget everything. Thank goodness for the notes app. I just got to say that real quick. Um, so anyway, back to uh, executive function. So one of the challenges I face is managing my executive function effectively. And due to my TBI, I traumatic brain injury, I often struggle with focus, organizing, and time management. But I've really developed some tricks along the way that have helped me streamline my own business operations while allowing me to focus on what I do best, which is showing my clients how beautiful they really are. First and foremost, I rely heavily on tech and automation to help me manage my tasks. I use digital tools such as project management software. Uh, I've used many different CRMs, um, but I'm currently loving HoneyBook. I know they're not paying me to say this. I also rely on Google Calendar. Like without Google Calendar, I would do nothing. If it's not on my calendar, it's not happening. Also those reminder apps to help me keep track of client appointments and deadlines. And even though I don't like the word deadline because I really detest that word, honestly, it's important as a business owner to know that you have deadlines. So I outsource that. These tools not only help me stay organized, but also they really serve as valuable visual aids to assist my brain and my memory. Additionally, I have found that it's really beneficial to delegate certain tasks that don't necessarily require my direct involvement to my assistant. Because my dudes, I know it can be challenging to wear all the hats in your business. But like by outsourcing tasks like scheduling, bookkeeping, and for me, whatever else is my own personal speed bump, I'm able to free up my time and mental energy to focus on providing personalized and memorable experiences for my clients. And as Denise Duffield Thomas says, you are the golden goose. So take care of yourself. And that helps you create more magic that you're known for. Flexibility and adaptability are key qualities I have honed as a photographer. Like without flexibility and adaptability, like what the f*** are you even doing? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Every family is unique. Each photo shoot is unique. And each need and preference of your clients may vary. So you just have to embrace your brain the way it is and like approach each session with a fresh and creative mindset, capturing authentic moments that really reflect the essence of your clients. And it's because of that flexibility and adaptability that each of my photo shoots are different. I'm not a cookie cutter photographer. I'm not here for that basic bit. Like, I just don't have time for that. Um, I want each session to be unique because it creates dopamine. And when I follow the dopamine, I'm a happier redhead. Also, something to keep in mind is communication with your clients. When it comes to working with neurodivergent individuals within families, such as children on the autism spectrum, open communication becomes so vital. And I make sure to have these detailed conversations with the parents beforehand or the, the adults in their lives beforehand. And it helps me have insight into the child's preferences, sensitivities, 
And I really work at being as accommodating as possible because it just makes the session flow so much more smoothly. And if I have a client who has a kid or they themselves are on the spectrum, it really helps me to make sure that their experience is enjoyable because that's what your family session should be like. That's what your photo shoots should be like. Your clients should feel so comfortable around you that they let their guards down and they can you can see straight through to their core and see who they are as people. And when you see who they are as people, you're able to capture that on your camera. So yeah, that's that's the goal. As we dive deep into this world of working with families as a portrait photographer and how you manage all of those tasks, it's really important to have self-care and set boundaries. This is something I've only recently learned. So learn from my mistakes, take care of yourself. As someone with a TBI, it's freaking crucial for me to manage my energy levels and prevent burnout because burnout happens so quickly. Sometimes it lasts for weeks and then I stop caring and my clients deserve the best version of me so that they can get the best photos because I want them to have a great experience. So I have established clear working hours, allowing me to allocate time for rest, reflection, rejuvenation, Naked Lady Spa Time, shout out to the Olympus Day Spa, my home, I swear. And by prioritizing the self-care, I am better equipped to serve my clients with enthusiasm and creativity and make sure that their sessions are unique instead of that cookie cutter BS. Um, so here, I'm going to share my current working schedule with y'all, and I encourage you to make one for yourself with your own needs in mind. Bonus points if you share it with me because I really want to know how this works for you and, and how you see it all come together. Okay, so check it. Um, here's my current working schedule. I get two full days off of work each week and I never work the first day of my menstrual cycle unless I, of course, I've signed like an event agreement and thankfully my menstrual cycle has become like clockwork so it's very planable. Once a month, I have a three-day weekend once a quarter, I take an entire week off. And once a year, I take an entire month off. Thank you to all of my clients who allow me to even live this life. Usually the month I take off is March when it's really slow. And it kind of like, I call that my continued education month. And during that time, like I just rest for two weeks. And then I like surround myself with tutorials. I listen to a lot of self-help books and I just take care of myself and relax. And that time away, because I have prioritized that self-care, I'm so much better equipped at handling clients. And it makes me want to continue to do my job. I can talk about this, of course, more if y'all are into it. But it's crucial for me to have this time away from my work to help me remember how much I actually love it. Distance makes the heart grow fonder, you know? You know what I mean? So that brings us to the end of today's short little episode of Frame and Flow, Creating, Connecting, and Neurodiversity. I hope that uh, my husband who's editing this adds echo. Da neurodiversity! We've explored the world of working with families as a portrait photographer, like barely, but we did. And I've shared a few of my tips and tricks for managing executive function tasks despite my TBI and ADHD. But it's also important for you to remember your unique perspective and experiences are assets to your business. Embrace your strengths. Don't give a f what anybody thinks. Communicate openly with your clients and don't forget to take care of yourself along the way. If you have enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to Frame and Flow on your favorite podcast platform. 
If you have a topic that you're excited to learn more about, just shoot me an email with an idea to goodvibes at annaliesepage.com. Stay tuned for more inspiring conversations and insights into the world of photography, business management, and the power of our brains. And thank you for tuning into Frame and Flow, creating, connecting, and neurodiversity. Until next time, keep dreaming, keep creating, and keep embracing your unique journey. Okay, love you. Bye.